Hello and welcome everybody to, according to Andrew, number 93, a review of The Seven Deadly Sins, uh, which is an anime that is on Netflix. Um, I know people are uh, against Netflix or whatever. I happen to have it. Um, so uh, it was on there and decided to check it out. And uh, it's pretty good. So I'm going to get kind of the bad out of the way. Um, first, um, there's way too much crying in the show. It's weird. I don't understand it. That, I'll explain that a little bit more as we go along here. Uh, Meliodas seems to grope people constantly, and apparently that's a joke. That's kind of weird. I don't know why that's a thing and why it's in there. And thirdly, it's not. it's got five seasons. I think the, the fifth one just released. And I was like, oh, I'm sure this is finished now. And it's not. And it kind of wraps things up, but also kind of leaves it on a cliffhanger. And it seems like if you just had, like, four more episodes, it would, the frickin' story would be done. So that's frustrating. Um, I did look at the manga a little bit, and it looks like they probably just caught up to the, the manga. Um, so that's probably what happened there. But those are kind of the, <clears throat> um, the things I was not too pleased about, uh, about the whole show. But let's talk about what they do right and, uh, and what is, uh, great about the show. So, um, what is great about the show is, uh, they do a great job of foreshadowing within the show. Um, they don't, they put it in your face and there's like things, how do I explain this? So they do a good job of like subtle things throughout the show where they're like, they'll hint at stuff or there'll be like kind of an, a thing that, uh, they kind of establish rules and then they'll like kind of break a rule somewhere where it's like, here's an inconsistency here. Um, but it's like small things like this person has white hair and everyone else has black hair. And you're like, what's going on with that? Um, so like, so it'll be a small inconsistency like that. And it's not, it's the something you can kind of brush aside and it's not that big of a deal, but it kind of hints at something else and something bigger is happening. Um, and then they they deliver on basically every one of those. I can't think of one that they, they missed out on. Uh, I'm not saying that there aren't any, but uh, it it was pretty good. Um, and the pacing is pretty good. Also, if you just wanted to watch the first season, uh, it you could kind of watch the first season as like a standalone. Everything kind of wraps up there. Um, and there's a natural expansion of scope is how they kind of generally take care of uh, the stuff. But it, it's not like unrewarded. <clears throat> Uh, so they, they do a good job of, of not putting any, or if they have checkoffs guns, there is a payoff for it. There is a reason for that thing being in there. They do a good job there. Uh, they do a good job of character developing. Uh, basically it, it takes a while for some of the characters and it can kind of be dragging at certain points. Uh, but the, um, they, they do eventually go into basically all the seven deadly sins backstories outside of um two so far that doesn't mean that they won't get to them eventually but uh as of right now they haven't really delved into a couple of, but they've done like five of the seven so uh that's that's really good um they do uh it they also have done it in a pretty clever way that doesn't really slow down the story uh so a lot of times with character development you're doing a side tangent thing you're not really tying it back into the story but a lot of these uh kind of things end up tying back into the main story so that uh, the time that you spend over there doesn't feel wasted and isn't just kind of a thing of like, oh, here's their backstory kind of thing. It's just not an exposition dump, uh, even though they are kind of showing and stuff like that. Uh, 
<clears throat> so one of the clever ways that they did this is uh, it usually aligns with relevant plot points so that the pace in the show never really slows down. That's basically what I covered. So um, it's a it also hits a good like uh, wish fulfillment thing. Like every one of these characters is like super overpowered, and it's like you never they, it never feels like they're in really any true danger. Uh, maybe some something kind of crazy happens, but then it's like they're just gonna come back and, and blow this guy up. And it's not even going to be a big deal. Like, you know, they get their head cut off or something like that. And they're like, oh, that's not a big deal. Uh, things of that nature. Uh, and it's it's kind of, that makes, that's part of the joy and part of the fun of the show is like uh, the fact that there there's kind of problems, but it's never really going to be a challenge. Now, one of the issues that usually develops with this is like the Dragon Ball Z issue where it's like, oh, well, now I'm just going to get all this power all of a sudden. Um, but they don't do that generally. Um I can think of, like, maybe one or two instances where that was kind of the case. But generally, they kind of set that up uh, beforehand. They they kind of show, they'll they'll be, they do a lot of that foreshadowing of, like, oh, if you do this, or if you hit this, or if you somehow unlock your potential this way, uh, you know, your ability and your, the amount that of power scaling that you could have is, is pretty crazy. Or um, if you go, we have to go over here to unlock my true power kind of thing. Uh, and so you have these ridiculous leaps in uh, power level, but it's not like unearned to a sense, or it's not at least set up and given some justification. It's not just like, oh, in the middle of the fight, I've, uh, you know, like I've yelled more and all of a sudden I jumped from Super Saiyan 1, which people thought was impossible, to Super Saiyan 5 or some crap. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z. I'm just kind of ragging on them. Uh, so you can hate me if you want. Um... <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, so that was really good. Um, everyone's kind of useful, so uh, right in this picture that we got up right now, uh, you got the little pig uh, whose name is Hawk or whatever. He's basically useless, right? And he's the comic relief, and that's kind of his his thing is uh, Captain of Scraps Disposal, right? And he's fun. He's, he's a great comic relief character, and he's, he's awesome. But even him has moments where he's actually useful. So, like... It's it's kind of nice to not have a completely useless like character that's just kind of sitting on the sideline and being like I want to be helpful but I can't because I'm worthless but I'm gonna get in the way and be and, and be worse than useless by making it so people have to protect me and and being uh uh basically carry me and protect me excessively and all this stuff so um you know there's a lot of here's the thing with this story there's a lot of people who have gone through a lot and there's a lot that's kind of happened in trauma and stuff that's happened in my in their lives. And so there's a certain degree where, uh, you know, some of that, tra like, they they either get over the trauma or um, they fix the thing that was causing the trauma, something like that. And so then they get sad and they, they start weeping. But, like, I have a limit, people. Like, they're literally, I think someone is crying in every single episode. And I do not know why. It is pointless. <laughs> it is so overdone. And I'm, I'm not, like, they don't, and the thing is, it, there's no, like, it's supposed to be a power wish, for, like, it doesn't, maybe I'm just heartless, but <clears throat> there's no connection to these characters where I'm like, oh, I feel bad, like, I actually want to cry. They did do it once, um, which I will get to, uh, but, yeah, it was just kind of weird that they would just kind of do this all the time, like, it's like, I, I feel slightly happy, I'm gonna cry, I do this, I'm gonna cry, kind of thing, like, some of the characters did make sense, and they did a pretty good job of, like, composing themselves most of the time, and then they kind of broke down once, uh, Melly does the main character being that, that kind of person, but, 
Um, you know, it's just like ridiculous. It's like to pull yourself together, people. Um, I understand you've been through a lot, but like, come on. Uh, they did a good job where uh, Bond had a small arc of about two to three episodes. They did actually have a really good, they set up a good like emotional connection and, uh, you know, you actually kind of, uh, they did the, the proper like setup and payoff for this character and you actually felt connected and you could understand um, why Bond would be sad about this character passing and stuff like that and, and things of that uh, nature. Um, another reason that you never freaking cry in this show, not like you should, um, but, like, they kind of try to get you to cry, but, like, y you have a hard time kind of buying or believing a lot of it because nobody dies. And, like, I, I don't want to really that... It it's not really a spoiler. Like, the whole thing is that they're supposed to be overpowered and they can't really be beaten. So, that that's the thing. Fine. But then, you know, part of that problem is you kind of destroy your stakes because, no, like, if someone dies, I go... I, as a base person, and part maybe that's how like modern shows have done stuff is there's no stakes and and when someone dies they always bring them back kind of thing uh, and so my base assumption is if someone dies in a show that they are going to come back somehow because guess what they always flip and do <clears throat> so um you know the power of the actual loss and stuff like that like uh actually i started reading lord of the rings recently and that was one of those things where um you know the that scene in the first the first movie, uh, where uh, Gandalf it, they lose Gandalf and it's it's like a really emotional and powerful scene or whatever. Uh, but I had watched like the the animated versions that they had made years ago, and so I knew the actual full story, and so I knew he came back. And it's like it, then you see him die, and it's not nearly as you're like ah he'll come back. It's not a big deal. Whereas like you know, if he doesn't come back, or if you don't know that, like, it's a very kind of gripping scene, so, it'd just be nice if shows, uh, death meant something, now, in this kind of show, where it's more of a rompy, fun, I mean, there's serious elements to it, but, like, you know, a lot of it is, uh, super OP people fighting each other, and being awesome, and that's kind of the, the show, death not really meaning anything is fine in this show, I, it's not really a big deal, and I don't think it takes away from the charm or the, the greatness that is the show. Um, oh, one other side note, bad thing. So, the way Netflix has it set up in their thing, and they, whole, they have this whole convoluted mess. So, there's five seasons. Uh, but that's not actually true. There's four seasons. Uh, season two, just skip it. Um, it's just like a four-episode or like slice-of-life thing that's in there for no reason, and it's just a massive waste of time. Doesn't really add much. If you want to do like some random side uh, romance type story stuff or watch Hawk run around the town randomly, then uh, have yourself a ball and watch them and enjoy them. That's fine. I thought they were a massive waste of time. <clears throat> you don't need them for the main story. You can skip them. Uh, also, the they have a movie on there as well. And so I was trying to figure out where that fit in. Uh, that fits in best after you watch the third season. So, you're going to watch the first season, you're going to skip the six episodes or so, four to six episodes of uh, the second season, you're going to watch the third season, then the third season will give you enough context to watch the, the movie, then you can watch the fourth season, and then the fifth season. Uh, the movie, you can skip the movie, it doesn't really uh, fit in with the plot or, or stuff like that, uh, it's just kind of like a side thing that happens, and doesn't affect any of the main things, so you don't need it to, for the uh, the overall plot of the show. You can completely skip it if you want. 
Um, also, another thing that's kind of annoying that people do in this show is, like, they needlessly fall on their sword kind of stuff. Uh, so it's, like, one thing to take responsibility, but it's, like, every single person is, like, oh, this is all my fault. No, it's my fault. No, it's my fault. It's, like, dude, get over yourself. Look, all right, stuff happened. People were to blame to a certain amount of, like, let's move on kind of thing. And, like, there's, you know, it, it gets to a level where it's excessive. And uh, it this show kind of goes into that territory uh, quite a bit. Not a ton. Like, it's not the end of the world. I did really enjoy the show. It was fun. It was, a, uh, you know, action-packed, fun. Um, you know, the, the characters are... are uh, it's, it's a mainly... The, the story is pretty good. There's a lot of good payoffs within the story. Um, but I would say it's a more character-driven show where the fun, the characters are the fun, interesting people that you want to kind of, you're cheering for, you're rooting for. And so um, as the characters are doing well, like you're like, yeah, this is... And so they kind of carry the, the thing forward. And then the... I, but it is a pretty good plot. So the plot really helps it. And it all does tie together pretty well. Um, so there's a lot of good twists, uh, but the twists weren't, um, like a subversion of expectations, but an expansion of scope. So, uh, and they also made sense. So, uh, basically they would, the first thing comes to an end and then, you know, kind of their expansion of scope is they don't actually get all the sins together by the end of the first one, spoiler. Um, so it's like, oh, we got to take, we got to go find the, the last sin. But then also like, um, this, this other thing that they were trying to stop at, like they, um, they stopped the bad guy in air quotes, but they kind of didn't because they, they defeated him, but they didn't recover like a key that the, the key thing that they needed to recover to prevent him from taking over. So, uh, that ends up getting activated. That leads to season two. Then that kind of takes us through season or, well, I guess it'd be three then that takes us like through season three and four and stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, so, but it, it, it's never, I can't think of a time within the show where it, it felt like things were moving slowly. So, uh, it's got that going for itself. Um, and you can use with the foreshadowing and stuff like that, you can usually infer stuff that's going on. Like you assume certain people are taken care of or whatever, but then like there's an inconsistency within this. Uh, it's like, Oh, this person should be dead if this isn't working kind of thing. And, uh, and so it's like, oh, well, if that's the case, then this has to be the case. And then you find out later that, oh yeah, that is true. So like I said, they do a good job of, um, if you see an inconsistency, there's usually a payoff for it. Um, so that's really good. And it might be that I was kind of looking for these when I was watching it, but, uh, it was, it was really kind of, in, I think if you don't notice them, it's, it's going to be like, oh, cool. Look at this kind of twist or surprise reveal kind of thing. And if you are looking for, forward to them and or you're trying to like figure out what's going on with this, uh, it's it's really nice to be like, oh, here's the payoff uh, that I was kind of looking for. Here's the thing that kind of answers this nagging question in the back of my mind. So it's rewarding whichever way you kind of prefer to watch the medium. Um, what One of my favorite parts, just kind of a fan uh, thing, is uh, Escanor. He's the big muscular dude with the axe in the photo. Uh, he's the, the Lions of Pride, and he... Just the way he talks and, like, just the way he embodies what is pride when he, like, makes statements and stuff like that. And it's, it makes, personally, he's, like, my favorite character. So, uh, absolutely great. Um, 
Uh, the storyline has a great uh, game of betrayal, so that that was a good that hit a good check mark. Um, but then like it added another layer to it as well, which was like it was a game of betrayal because he did have like the seeds of that that gamma side stuff. But then there was like another twist to it, and then that caused the whole psychological issue and and stuff like that. Um, that's kind of a big twist, so I don't really want to um, ruin uh, the surprise. Uh, their their power level thing. They're not, like, yeah, sure, they kind of give a justification for the scaling, but, like, they're not super consistent. Like, you know, this little guy is, like, super hard to beat, and then the next, like, season it's like, oh, yeah, we're destroying, like, 5,000 of these guys with, like, one swing of our axe kind of thing. So the power level scaling kind of works, but it's also kind of wishy-washy. Uh, but, again, it's the it's the wish fulfillment kind of thing. Uh, the power wish fulfillment. So, like, at the end of the day... I kind of give it a wash. Um, so, and then, yeah, they needed a couple more episodes to wrap it up, it seemed like. Uh, it looks like the manga is taking it in a little different direction where it's going to take a little bit longer to close things out. So, um, I was kind of, I was really taken aback because um, season, I think, one and three and four are 24 episodes. And then I expected season five to be 24 episodes, and it turns out it's 12 episodes. So I was just watching it, and I was like, all right, cool, we're like halfway through. we got 12 more episodes, no problem, this should wrap up uh, without any issues. And then uh, it ended, and I was not happy. <laughs> um, so I, th I think another 12, in my opinion, you could wrap up this thing in 12 episodes are they going to are they going to find a way to keep the story going and expand the scope and all this other stuff maybe um i think it's it's pretty good as is and you know the the current path what i was reading from the manga makes sense they'll probably wrap that stuff up and then they'll close the whole thing down and uh, i think that's a good spot to, to end it and clean up the whole thing so um i think uh i'm looking forward to seeing how it ends and i'm hoping that it gets uh, like the 12 more episodes that it's probably going to need to wrap it up or however many it's going to take. I can't imagine it's more than 24 at the most. So, uh, but anyway, that's kind of my review of the seven deadly sins. Uh, if you want like a fun, uh, power fantasy type show with interesting characters that are quirky and, uh, a little bit more lighthearted, fun people that are, are fun to be around. Oh, part of the, the whole thing is, uh, the main character runs a bar and stuff like that. And so, it's just, everyone's, like, around having a good time, um, and it's, uh, it's, it's just kind of a great overall thing, so it's, if you want that kind of vibe for a show, I definitely recommend it if you, you happen to have Netflix. I don't think it's available anywhere else, um, so, uh, but anyway, that, that wraps that up. Uh, if you thought this was interesting, like, share, subscribe, do that normal thing. We're on, uh, YouTube and BitChute, uh, Podbean. I think I'm on Spotify now and a couple other of the streaming platforms. Uh, Spotify is the big one. I'm trying to get on Apple, but I haven't heard back from them. So uh, anyway, that's uh, that's all for today, and hopefully you guys have a good day. Goodbye.